Right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk in the House. How y'all doing out there this wonderful afternoon? Hope everybody's having a great day. I hope I, I know I am. <laughs> all right. Hope everybody had a nice week. And all this closing in, this is not getting to you. All right. So, once again, we got a great show planned for you today. And, um, yeah, I got a lot. Got a lot to talk about, maybe. And hopefully you have a lot to talk about, and together we can make some things happen here on the show today. But before we even get started, let me tell you how you be a part of the show. The easiest way is just give me a call at 347-838-8622. You can email me at ericletslets.talk at gmail.com. Our chat room is also open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Uh, you can hit me up on Instagram at ericjackson201 and on Twitter at driven for life 
1-800-242-6062. Okay? So those are all the ways you can contact me, and um, I do look forward to hearing from each and every one of you. Uh, we, As I mentioned before, we have a lot to talk about, and uh, we really ain't going to, you know, we're not going to rush this thing today because we have a lot to talk about. <laughs> and I want to hear what you have to say, too. That's why it's called Let's Talk. I talk, you talk, we get together, we come up with some good solutions, we come up with some good ideas, and then we just work some things out. You know, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that, right? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> but it's just me talking, of course. All right, but anyway, so, um, of course, we're going to talk a little bit about the COVID-19 um the stimulus packet, you know, what you could expect for your checks if you're going to get a check because not everybody's going to get a check. Um, what to look out for since they have announced that there will be checks given out. Uh, then, of course, we're going to talk about 45, you know, all his little craziness, how he's turning these these uh, press conferences basically into a mini rally. Uh, rally. I don't know why I can't talk right now. But, you know, and then whatever else you bring to the table. I also want to say, if I got any of my fellow veterans out there that's listening to the show and you need to talk today, today is your day. Oh, then you do call me, join me in my chat room. I don't care. We want to talk to you. Make sure you're all right. You're, you're dealing with this, 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 uh, what they call it, shelter and home thing. All right. Because I know it's hard, man. It, it, it is really hard. You know, being a veteran with some issues myself, I can tell you, I'm bouncing off the wall sometimes. So I know some of y'all probably bouncing off the wall as well. So feel free to call in 347-838-8622 and talk to me. As I say, you can join me in the chat room, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Uh, you can email me, Eric Letts, L-E-T-S, talk at gmail.com, Instagram, Eric Jackson 201, and uh, Twitter, Driven for F-O-R, Life 62. Okay? So those are all the ways we can hang out today. And um, as I said before, I, I look forward to hearing what's on your mind and how you're doing out there, okay? But before we go any further, man, as always, we got to give you some music, you know? We got to give you some music. And being that it's Monday, and you know, Monday is always kind of gloomy, uh, we want to uh, liven it up a little bit, you know what I mean? And, and give you something to just bob your head to, get you in a good feeling. <laughs> it's always good to be in a good feeling, right? That's the way I look at it, man. I don't know about the rest of y'all, because with all this other stuff going on, man, if you if you notice, you turn on the dang on boob tube and carry, man, all thing you hear is about the virus, the virus, the virus. All these people dead, all these people catching it, and you got to, can't do this, and you got to do this, and you got to, oh, man, doesn't that get monotonous after a while? It's like, oh, is there anything else happening around right now? Well, for the news media, no, there's not. For the rest of us, yeah, we just can't get to it, right? <laughs> Let's be honest. We can't get to it. But anyway, before I get started and rambling and, and getting carried out of the, getting carried away, let me bring you some baby face, baby. We got love. Hey, I love this tune right here, man. If this don't make your head bob a little bit, I don't know. We're going to have to question your, your hopes because, hey, this is a nice cut. All right? So here it is. See y'all in about five. Enjoy.
that's all I have to say about that. All right, welcome back to the show. <laughs> this is Let's Talk About Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. Hey, what's going on out there? Y'all yeah, know what? I planned to only play one song, but hey, I got jamming, so I ended up having to do two, 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 two songs on a Monday afternoon. All right. I'll tell you, first one, Babyface, We Got Love. Now, y'all like the way that song sounds, man. That's a nice jam, isn't it? Then, of course, I had to take y'all a little, bit, a little way back there and get you some Cheryl Lynn going. Yeah, buddy. All right, so anyway, welcome to the show. As I said before, I'm Mr. Talk. You're listening to Let's Talk. And let me tell you, as I was saying before, if you want to talk to me today, especially if you're a veteran and you need to talk to somebody, you know, because you're feeling the walls coming in and, and you're losing your brain and, you know, all the other stuff ain't working. Y'all know what I'm talking about if you're a veteran. Uh, give me a call, 347-838-8622. We can talk about whatever you want to talk about. It's basically open open mic or whatever you want to call it, um, open forum today. I don't care what you talk about. As long as we talk to you, make sure you're okay. All right? Um, chat room is also open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Uh, you hit me up on the email at ericletslets talk at gmail dot com. Um, Instagram Eric Jackson two zero one, and Twitter at driven for f o r life sixty two. All right, so those are all the ways you can hit me up, and um, I do, I do, I do look forward to hearing from each and every one of you, and because uh, yeah, you are important. You you make the show go. All right. So, with all that being said, let's get down to the nitty-gritty, man. Um, COVID-19, the coronavirus, not the drink, y'all, not the drink. This this virus that has taken over the world, not just this country, the world. And uh, it's amazing. It's amazing. The United States now has the most confirmed cases in the world, which is very interesting because we we, <laughs> we're not the most populated country in the world, but we have the most cases now. You can look at that in two ways, right? <clears throat> now let's really think about this. You can look at look at it in two ways. We got the most cases now because we started late, trying to treat it late, later than the rest of the world. So everybody else has basically peaked now, and we haven't reached our peak yet. So that's why. We, and now the numbers say we have the most. Now you can look at it that way, or you can look at it this way. Hey, we just got we got more people than caught it, right? <laughs> I, I, it just depends on your point of view. Half glass, half full, glass, half empty. I don't know. However you want to look at it. But the bottom line is we have a lot of people infected with this virus. Um, and, of course, the social distancing, uh, shelter at home, I won't call it a program, but advisory or order you know, has been extended to April the 30th. April the 30th, man, that's a long time. That's a long, long time. But, hey, we deal with it. We're we, we going to get through it. We're going to get through it. Trust me, we're going to get through this. We done got through a lot worse, right? So, one thing we have to do is be smart, handle our business, and by the end of the year, we'll be going back to normal business. Okay, let's hope that's what we're going to be doing anyway. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> now, Speaking of this 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 virus, you know, um, the the Congress. I'm gonna say Congress finally passed a relief bill. You know, the House passed theirs, and the Senate passed theirs, and had to go back to the House and da 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 da, and they fought and fought and fought. Well, now it has been signed. 
And supposedly there are some checks that's coming to the majority of the people of the United States. The majority. Now, not everyone would be receiving a check. Okay. Um, yeah. That that is the catch right there. Um, I've been trying to see who will and who won't. Uh and it's really sketchy. They're really not telling a lot about who will not be receiving a check. Um, but it's interesting because there's one stipulation here that if you have a child, a qualifying child, you would get an extra $500. <laughs> okay. Now, here's why I'm laughing right now. Uh, and, and There's going to be some family fights going over this extra $500. Because you know there are some people out there that have been loaning their kids out to other people filing taxes for years. Right? Don't act like you don't know what I'm talking about. A lot of you know what I'm talking about. Okay? So since you've been, the, the mother folk in your family have been claiming that child, that check is going to go to them. Okay? I, I'm just going to put it out there like that. That check is going to that other person. Now, it's between you and that other person, how, whether they're going to give you that whole $500, y'all going to split it to 50 or y'all just gonna have to go to blow so you get your money. Because the government is going to send it to them because they have been claiming it on their taxes. I'm just putting it out there. You know, I know some of y'all haven't thought about that, but yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that, that's what's going to happen. And uh, it's interesting because <laughs> I'm sure there's going to be some funny stuff on Facebook and Instagram and all these other social networks of, of families fighting over $500. Um. But let's talk about this. A single U.S. resident must have a Social Security number and an AGI under $75,000 adjusted gross income. For those who don't know what that is, you know what AGI stands for? For $75,000 to receive the full amount of $1,200. The, oh, the sum decreases as your AGI grows up. If your adjusted gross income reaches $99,000, you won't be eligible for the stimulus. Okay. Um, yeah. <sighs> this is crazy. Uh, let's see what else it has. It says here. Heads of household. If you file as head of household, you would get the full twelve hundred dollar payment. That's if your AGI is one hundred twelve thousand five hundred dollars or less. For the amount the. But with the amount decreasing to you reach one hundred forty-six thousand five hundred. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. Married couples filing jointly without children and an adjusted gross income below one hundred fifty thousand dollars will get a twenty-four hundred dollar payment, decreasing to zero at one hundred ninety-eight thousand dollars. For each child age 16 or younger in the family, parents will get a payment of $500. Older children and other dependents may not be eligible for payment. So, see, that's why I said that fight is going to come in there because it's going to get crazy. <laughs> All right. Now, if some of y'all like the president out there and just haven't filed any taxes, the IRS said if you haven't filed your 2018 federal taxes, that, that could affect your stimulus check and recommends that anyone who hasn't filed a 2018 tax return to file now. If you retired and didn't file a tax return for 2018-2019, you may still qualify. The IRS will use your Social Security benefit statement to determine if you can receive a payment. 
All right, uh, Treasury Secretary Steve Munchen said he expects people will receive their checks within three weeks if they have direct deposits set up with the IRS. If you not set up the direct deposit with the IRS, the government will mail your check. Now, see, this is important, <clears throat> okay? Um, this is important. But let me read this, this other piece real quick. Um, he, Secretary Munchen also said, for those who don't have direct deposits set up but want to receive the payment electronically, the federal government will create an online system that will let you set up electronic payments so you get the money deposited directly into a bank account. Okay, so we have to continue to look for that, that um, link. And if I find it before you find it, I'll let you know. If you find it possible, hey, before I find it, send me an email, let me know so I can spread the news, okay? Um, yeah, and the federal government will automatically send your check to you electronically or in the mail if you qualify. And that's what the IRS is saying. Um, here's something that's interesting, though. You know, as with anything, as soon as there's opportunity, there are people out there that will try and, and, and scam or take, take, um, take advantage of those that are not aware of what's going on. All right, so if you are you have any elderly parents or anything like that and they are due to receive a check, please talk to them. All right, talk to them and let them know. The IRS will not call them asking for any, for their, any of their banking information, okay, any of their banking information, none of it. No, they won't have to send the IRS any money, anything like that. Okay, because there are examples of scammers up there already trying to take advantage of, of our elderly and those that's less knowledgeable of what the, the thing is. All right, the IRS has already said if they're going to send it to you in the mail, paper, or they're going to send it to your bank account electronically. That's it. There's no other way. So if y'all may forget this, I suggest you write it down. And after the show, you know, go and call your parents or whatever and let them know if they receive any calls like that, hang up the phone. Don't even entertain it. Okay? Don't even entertain it. <coughs> Excuse me. My allergies is acting up, y'all. I'm sorry. In addition to the economic stimulus package, the U.S. government delayed the income tax filing deadline to July the 15th. All right? So, you know, usually it's April 15th. So they back that up three months. 90 days, so you have extra 90 days to file your taxes. That's good for some of you because some of you ain't even started getting your stuff together. So that gives you a little extra time. And there will be no penalties, okay? There will be no penalties for filing it in. All right, so that's what we have so far as far as what's going on with these checks and because uh, I know a lot of you are wondering. Now, as I said before, who will not get it? That's still up in the air. Because from what I've been reading, um, majority of Americans will get them. Now, I, I've heard some reports that if you owe back child support, you won't get it. Um, of course, if you don't have a Social Security number, you're not going to get it, get a check. So, I mean, those are the only two instances where I have heard or read that um, they are not you know, going to be sending out any checks. Now, I don't know for sure. I'm still trying to find um, I'm still trying to find out exactly 
who doesn't qualify. Because we know who qualifies now, right? So I'm trying to find out who doesn't qualify. And as soon as I find out, I will share that information with you. Now, if you have should have any questions about any of what I just told you, you can go ahead and look it up for yourself, or you can email me, ericletstalk at gmail.com, or any other ways you have a contact with me, and I'll send you the links and stuff, or you can go and find the links on your own. It's, it's, it's easy. Okay? <laughs> it's easy. Um, Yeah. Now, but here's my question to you out there. Since we're talking about this, since we're getting each, you know, most people are receiving um, checks from from the, from the, um, the government. Does that sway your vote in any kind of way? Does that make you really think, well, maybe I should vote for this administration, keep them in office because they have, you know, given us some money in times of trouble. And if just this one twelve hundred dollar check is going to be enough, is it enough? And I guess the other question is, was it really necessary? Now, I know everybody say, well, money is money. Now, don't don't forget now, probably next year, you're probably going to have to claim this $1,200 check or whatever you receive on your taxes next year. So it's not free money. We need to put that out there. It's not free. It's not free, free, free. But it's like a loan, basically. They're loaning you some money. <laughs> But so is is this enough to sway your sway your um your vote or you know who you may decide to vote for or are you just gonna take the money and say thank you but I'm still not changing my mind let me know what you think on that because I, I I'm curious I am very curious because some people say well hey they're giving us money yeah I'm voting I'm voting for the administration now. Speaking of this administration, um, you know, whenever y'all decide, let me know what y'all think. Y'all go right ahead. Um, you know what I, I've noticed, and, and it's, it's crazy about what I've noticed. When um, the president is now doing these little briefings, have y'all noticed how it's kind of sort of beginning to turn into a mini, mini, uh, one of his mini pep rallies? You know, because let's remember, since this has been going on, social distancing, he hasn't been out there and able to, to ramble and, and call people names or what have you, you know, out on the, the political trail. So now, is he using this the, these briefings or these conferences, COVID-19 conference daily to, to uh, yeah, use them as a mini rally, you know, to, to rile up his base? To let his base know he's still there and, he had, and he's still who he is. Y'all think that's what's going on? Does he really care about what's really happening to everybody else? Now, my personal opinion is I think it's a little bit of both. The only problem is I still haven't seen, and I've seen a lot of people say this, <clears throat> and i noticed I haven't seen him show any empathy or sympathy or anything else. The you know, only thing he's talking about basically is we're doing just a great job. And uh, my my TV ratings are wonderful. Now, in the midst of a pandemic, who's worrying about TV ratings? Well, this president is, and, and that is that is just the craziest thing in the world, don't you think? Why would you be worried about TV ratings? And here's another interesting fact: he has begin he has uh, gotten upset with a lot of the the 
cable networks, you know, such as CNN, MSNBC, because they have basically stopped hearing his conferences in the afternoon. Do you think that's the right thing to do? Do you believe they should just stop? Or in the in in the for national security or, or to, to ease the minds of, of, of the citizens of this country, should they continue to carry these conferences? Now, I, I feel a little bit of both ways. Here's my thing. <laughs> and I know it's going to sound crazy. <coughs> Excuse me. I think my personal opinion is I think they should air the conferences, but after he's finished talking. Because I think what it is, the, the, the American public, the American citizen now, really, well, let me put it this way. The majority of Americans now, besides the base of, you know, the Trumpsters base, other than them, nobody really wants to hear what the president has to say. Because I think many people have realized now that he really has no idea what he's talking about from from he's sitting there reading off a piece of paper that has been written for him because they can't trust him to, to, to do any do any off-the-cuff type of stuff because they have no idea what he may say. And let's not forget, this is still an election year. Okay? This is still an election year. And being an election year, they cannot afford for him to make any crazy movements that may, you know, cause any more a uh, dismay than already he does on on a normal. But then again, see, I, I try to look at both sides of this thing. Then again, would that really be fair to just to um just air the conference just after he's finished talking and just let the the the, the doctors and the scientists and the experts talk and tell us what's really going on? Would that be considered disrespectful to the president? And would and I, I'm going here, y'all. Would would that have been done for Obama or Bush? See, so you have to wear it both ways. You have to wear it both ways. My solution is, I don't watch it at all. I don't. I, I don't watch it. I, I catch it later on on a news feed, you know, on one of my my news things on my on my phone or in my computer. I don't watch them at all. Because basically, you can you know what they're going to say. I mean, is there any surprise now when they stand up there now? Is there really any surprises? No. No. No, there's not. You know, um, he's the president is feuding with governors. He's actually feuding with governors right now. Why are you feuding with governors? That makes no sense to me. You know, right now is not the time to be petty with anybody. <clears throat> you know, you should be trying to 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 make sure everybody's taken care of, everybody have what they need. Whether the, the governors are complaining and constantly calling or what have you, that's the you know, that's beside the point. That's what you're there for. That's why you sitting in that seat. Now he made the statement, you know, they need to show that they're more appreciative. Appreciative of what? You're the president of the United States. That's what you're there for, dude. <laughs> That's what you're there for. You're not you're not there just to stand there and brag about 
you know, how great of a job y'all doing or whatever. You're there supposed to be making things happen, making resources available to the state, to the, 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 the lower uh, part, portions of the government so everybody can get through this thing and, and we can move on with our lives. But for some reason, we have an orange person up there that just doesn't see this. And then to top it off, he gets mad when <laughs> this is interesting as well. He gets upset when the doctor says something totally different from what he said. Well, I think I would believe the doctor, the expert, before I believe him. I, I'm sorry. You know, common sense tells me this doctor may have a little bit more information. Now, on the same token, everybody's like, well, you know, Joe Biden probably would handle this differently. How do we know? How do we know? How do we know? And maybe the states need to do a little bit, need to show a little bit more appreciation. Just a little bit, maybe. If they have, if the, the federal government has done, has done everything that possibly to, to help stem the, the, the spread of this virus, then yes, maybe. But if no, and, and let's be honest, we all know right now that resources are very, very slim when it comes to masks. And, and and respirators and uh, hospital beds and what have you. That's why the, the stay-at-home order was issued. But yet we still have knuckleheads out there that want to ride around, have parties, uh, you know, go to clubs or whatever. Now, is that on the governor? No. Is that on the president? No. That's on them individuals that just don't have common sense, that use not using common sense. Now, then you take that idiot down in Texas, Lieutenant Governor, that said, well, you know, the, the elderly be more than willing to give up their life to, for a vaccine. I don't want my grandparents doing it. I don't know about you. Well, honestly, I know what my grandmama would say if she was asked. She'd tell them go and take a fly you know what. <laughs> and I know some of y'all probably would, too. You know, I, I, I'm not understanding how this thing is handling. And, and, yes, we are behind everyone else because we started late. Not that we weren't warned in time, okay? <clears throat> Let's clarify that. Not that the warning wasn't out there. It's just it was ignored as a hoax and as something that was done by the, the opposing political party as another uh, uh, ploy to, to get them out of office. Thus, leaving us in the position that we are now, playing catch-up. That's what we're doing. We're playing catch-up. But there is a light at the end of the tunnel. We will get through this. We will. We will get through this. I know there's a lot of praying people out there. I do. I, 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 I know this. I know there's a lot of doctors and nurses and what have you out there working hard. But citizens, you got to help them as well. You know, you you, you have to help them. You know, it's one thing to, to be told what to do. It's another thing to actually do it. You know, sometimes, you you, you know, you got to help yourself. <laughs> you, you got to stand up and help yourself first. Be smart about some things. You know, there was a, a recent story where some lady went into a grocery store and, and coughed on some fr- fresh fruit. What what is that about? Where do these people come from? 
where, where, where do they come from? What would make you think that would be okay? Even if it was now, I like telling jokes. Okay, I, I'm a, I'm, I, I think I'm funny when I want to be, and, and I, I, um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I say some stuff and I may do some stuff, but in times like this, no, that is not the time for anything, anything remotely like that. Where, where are they find? You know, that that's like the bottom of the barrel type of person right there. Just like those same people that are gonna be calling. Now, let, let's be let's be honest. Most people, you know, you haven't been getting any phone calls from robocalls or anything like that, have you? Nope. You sure haven't. <laughs> but now that this money has been, I'm not going to say guaranteed, but said money is coming to some of you, oh, you get ready for these calls again. Yeah. Now, other another thing is, um, you know, they're encouraging um Landlords, mortgage companies, um, uh, uh, car loan companies—you know—to kind of to give payments or what have you to this. So, with I'm gonna tell you what's wise to do. If you have it, pay it. Okay, I, I'm, I'm just gonna be honest with you. If you have your, if you have your rent, if you have your mortgage, you have your car payment, your insurance payment, whatever, pay it. You know your electricity bill. Pay it. If you got to use that stimulus check that's coming, pay it. And I'm telling you this because if you pay it now, that's less you're going to have to worry about later. Because don't think they're just going to forget that those months that you didn't pay. No, that's not going to happen. And you have to remember, your landlord, especially like your landlords, especially if they're local, you know, they have bills and stuff they have to handle too. They still have to take care of your property. So a lot of that goes into the escrow to take care of your property. So if you're withholding them, them funds, if something go wrong, then you're going to be upset because they can't come and fix it, have something fixed. And that's because you haven't paid any rent. I know the government say, yeah, you, you know, you have no choice. But let's be logical here, people. Let's, let's, let's really think about this. Okay? Let's think about this. You have to be smart. You have to be smart. You survived so far without it. You survived so far without it. You know, if I mean, if you can't pay all of it, pay half of it. Just pay some of it. That way you won't be in such a big hole when this whole thing is over with. Now, that that's financial smartness there, okay? That's just what that is. You know that 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 is is what it is. You know, I know a lot of people. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, you know that 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 that's just smart to do. You know, don't 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 just take it and run with it. Like, yeah, I ain't got to pay no man. This is going to my. Then you go out there and have you noticed? That liquor stores are considered essential. Isn't that amazing? They're closed to schools, but keep liquor stores open. <laughs> what is that about? Huh? What, what is that really about? But they're again, maybe keeping a lot of veterans from doing some bad stuff. But still, what is that about? They close the schools, but leave, leave the liquor stores open. 
Mm, interesting, to say the least. But but my point is, some of y'all are gonna take the, take those checks and you're gonna go to the liquor store and stock up on alcohol. And then when this whole thing is over with and your landlord or mortgage company send you that letter saying, Well, you know, we forgave this, but um, yeah, we need this so much you know, so much cash, so much money now. And you'll be looking dumbfounded because you didn't think smart. You didn't do the smart thing. Now, you don't have to do it. This is just something I recommend. You know, I, just out of common sense and, and logic. You know, a lot of you have gotten your tax t- tax returns anyway. You're you gone. You went through that already. So you're really back at... at, at at, at um, ground zero is financially just where you start off before you had to check because you didn't foresee this coming. And I don't think a lot, a lot of people, and I know this may sound mean, but I, I, they just call it like it is. I don't believe a lot of people even think about what happens, what if, because we know when it's income tax season, we see new cars with the tags. We see the, the big barbecue with the steak and the seafood and you know all all of the the clothes and yeah yeah it's not putting it away it is spending especially in the black community because that's all we know that's all we know because we're not financially educated on on how to save money now now I'm not calling I'm not calling anybody dumb or ignorant, but what I'm about to say that we are financially ignorant to some aspects of what it is we need to do to save our money. That's what I'm saying. We're financially ignorant. And don't get offended because it's a fact. It's true. Because we haven't been taught. And if anybody tries to sit down and talk to us, you know, man, I can't afford that. And in a lot of cases, uh, some people just can't because they just don't make enough money. For that that mother out there that's working two three jobs, that that dad out there working two three jobs, and then child support taking uh sixty seventy percent of his check for child support, you know that's hard. I mean that really is hard. Don't think I, I, I'm putting anyone down. I'm just saying we are not financially educated, you know, from childhood or even adulthood sometimes to understand what it takes and what sacrifices it takes to 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 put money away, you know, just in case. You know, like all them people went out there and, and raided the grocery stores, toilet paper, hand sanitizer. That that made no sense. You know, they raided the meat markets. The grocery stores. Why? Why? If you had enough money to do all that right then, that means you had enough to put away somewhere just in case. But at the same time, you still had enough to, when you did your weekly or bi-weekly shopping or monthly shopping for those that have stamps, you should have gotten this stuff already. You should have. But you chose to be Selfish, just like and don't feel a little bit like a stranger because there's a whole lot of other people out there who are just as selfish as you were, decided to go in and hoard stuff, stand in line just so you wouldn't miss out. 
it, it makes no sense. It really doesn't. It made no sense. Now, I went to the grocery store yesterday, and, and that's the first time I had been in a grocery store, and my, I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. But dang, they really didn't leave much up in there. And it's sad. You know, it's bad when grocery stores have to set special hours for the elderly to come and shop because, you know, there's no common courtesy nor respect for our elderly anymore to where, hey, you're moving too slow. Hey, you got to move. Let me get mine. You know, that's a sad thing. And and for, you know, stores to have to do that now, you know, that that's, that's not a good thing for society today. It's really not. It's not. But who am I? I'm just Mr. Talk. I, I really have no, no say in what's really going on. <laughs> I, I'm just telling it like I see it. I am. I, I'm telling it like I see it. And, and it, it scares me. It really does. <clears throat> now, before I go any further, hey, my veterans, if you're out there, you need to talk to me. Give me a call, 347-838-8622, and um, we can talk about whatever you want to. As long as we know you're okay, you're doing fine, hey, I'm good with that, all right? Anybody else you want to talk about anything besides different or the same thing I'm talking about, you know the number, 347-838-8622. Chat room is open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk, okay? So those are all the ways you can talk to me today, and uh, I'm here. I'm here, and we're, we're, we're having this conversation. Um, yeah, but back to as I'm saying, so, and if you see anybody treating an elderly person like that, hey, y'all need to correct them. Hey, hey don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Okay? Now, we know there's some individuals out there that has no respect for their own parents whatsoever. We know this, but that don't mean they can treat anybody else like that because it's just not right. I'm not saying go out there and slap the fire out of them or, or throat chop them or anything, but, you know, politely go up and say, hey, you, you shouldn't do that. Yeah, somebody's going to try and go left on you. And I, I, I hope and I pray that you maintain and you intelligently and adultly handle, I mean, made a word, y'all, adultly, and handle the situation with grace and class, okay? If somebody should happen to go left on you. All right, I, I do. I hope you can do that. I'm going to tell you the truth. I can't do that. I'm karate chopping somebody. <laughs> I, I'm, gonna, I, I'm not going to be, uh-uh. No, 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 no. I, I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not. So, anyway, so what I'm saying is, Regardless of what you're doing, you know, look out for our elderly, man. Look out for our seniors, okay? Because they're important as well. They are important people. You know, there's somebody's parent. There's somebody's grandparent. You know, just like some of you may be someday. Just like some of you are right now. I don't know your situation, but I'm just saying. You know, so make sure we look out for them. You know, because, you know, and let's be honest, as we get older, we don't move as fast. 
you know, and some of our brains don't operate as quickly. You know, with me with only a seventh grade education, you know, mine slow down quite often. It really does. So I understand what they be going through. I really do. You know, so yeah, let's let's make some things happen, okay? Let's take care of them and let's take care of ourselves as well. Now, for you that's out there homeschooling your children, I applaud you. I'm happy for you. Hey, <laughs> woo! Especially the the the, 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 um, the youngsters, man. I applaud you on that one because I don't know if I could do that. I, I really don't because no, <laughs> uh-uh. I couldn't do that, man. It drive me cuckoo, you know, just sit there and try to do that. Oh my goodness. Mm-mm. Nope, couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. But I applaud you and, and keep up the good work, okay? Keep up the good work. You know, a lot of schools, and, and you know what's so so bad? And I'm say, I'm not gonna say sad, but what is disappointing about this? The seniors this year, you know, they may not actually have a chance to walk across the stage. You know, that's a very important part of anybody's life. You've gone 12 years in, in school, you know, and you go to 12 years for the opportunity to walk across that stage, receive your your your, your diploma. And, you know, watch your family cheer, yay, and be happy. You know, it's a sad situation. That a, lot of, a lot of them will not be able to do that. Now, I, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that they actually will. I really am. I'm hoping that they will, you know, kind of work it out. However, but, you know, as, right now, it's not looking promising for, the, for these seniors this year. You know, maybe something be work out, worked out to where they can go across the stage, you know, at the beginning of next school year or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. It's so it's so much this thing, this this so called virus has disrupted our lives so much. It, it's almost uh, um, unbe- it's unbelievable. It really is how everything has basically just almost grind to a halt. You know, as far as the normal citizens' daily lives, you know, besides those that are considered essential, you know, everybody else's life has just come to a complete, you know, standstill, basically. You know, and, and we, we, we need to, why? What, what are we going to do? What can we do at this point? What can we do? What we can do is keep encouraging each other, keep checking on each other. You know, it, it, it's a good thing to see, you know, uh, uh, you know, sporadically where somebody puts something on a social media site or, you know, one of the news cycles, news channels get in, in a good mood and, you know, put something out where, you know, a parent is talking to, a, um, you know, the kid through the window or vice versa or, you know, teachers go riding around issuing meals to kids. You know, that's a good thing. That shows there are there is some good in this world somewhere. You know, there is some good in people. There are some good people out there. But where is all this when things are going well, when things are good? Where is all this? I, I have this saying where I go, you know, it doesn't affect your bubble, you don't worry about it. Right now, this virus is affecting everybody's bubble. Not just one person's bubble, Everyone's bubble. And since it's affecting everyone's bubble, now everybody wants to act. Everybody wants to do something. 
whether it's right or wrong, everybody wants to do something because it's affecting them now. It's not just something that's across the ocean, you know, in another part of the world. You know, it's right here, right now, in your face. Bam. Now you got to do something because you have no other choice, right? (sighs) But it shouldn't be that way. Everything that is going on now as far as help, uh, uh, sterilization, uh, uh, everything that's happening now should be happening on a daily basis all the time. All the time. Not just now when, when you basically don't have anything else to do. So, oh, let me go and help some people. Hmm. Well, yeah. But let's see if we can carry on. We we can carry this on. No, even when this thing is done, it, it, it be so wonderful. I know we we have a knucklehead up in the White House, or so we really do. You know, and, and y'all know me. I try and find good in everyone. <clears throat> I do. I try and find good in everyone. And as I have said, you know, I admit. You know, I'm not one of his biggest fans, but I admit he has done some good things. <clears throat> but right now, what is he do- what he's doing is not a great thing. It's not even good. It's not really acceptable. Because he's starting more fused than helping people. You know, when you start worrying about... Uh, uh, when you start worrying about... You know, your television ratings for your conferences, your daily briefings, you know, or you worrying about, you know, a governor saying you're not, you're not concentrating on the right thing. Not concentrating on the right thing. <clears throat> we just can't have that. All right. So we're halfway through the show. Um, as I said before, hey, and then my veterans out there, if you want to talk to me, Three four seven eight three eight eight six two two. It'll have it doesn't have to be what I'm talking about. It can be whatever you want to talk about. Hey, as long as we know you're safe, you're okay, and, and you know you your your right brain. Hey, we can talk about whatever. I have no problem with that. Anybody else that goes for you as well. Uh, the number is three four seven eight three eight eight six two two. Email is Eric Letts L E T S Talk at Gmail dot com. And don't forget, chat room is open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. All right, so we're going to take a short break right here, man, and we'll come back. We're going to talk a little bit about um, the Trump followers, man. You know, I, I, I realized something this weekend that is going to open up a lot of y'all eyes because it, it did me, and now I understand a Trump follower a whole lot better than I did before, okay? And... Um, Whatever else you bring to the table. Phone lines will be open as they are now. So when we get back, hey, let's chop it up, all right? See y'all in a little bit. It's me. 
All right, we're back. All right, I hope you enjoyed that little break there. Hey, they had me rocking a little bit. All right, kind of medicated up a little bit. Hopefully, I'm, 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 I'll sound a little bit better. Okay, anyway, welcome back to Let's Talk on Block Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk, and you're here with me on Let's Talk on Block Talk Radio. All right, so we're just talking about um, COVID-19, uh, some of the stuff that's going on, and we talked a little bit about the checks that you're supposed to be receiving, who may be receiving them, who may not be receiving them, and watch out for them scammers because they're going to be out there calling, and I hope you're paying attention. And there's an invitation out there for any veteran out there listening to me that may be struggling with this stay-at-home thing, and uh, we and we encourage you to call in and talk to us, man. Yeah, no problem. Whatever you want to talk about, we can do that, and I'm all ears. Okay, and number is three four seven eight three eight eight six two two. Okay, and by chance you want to call in and talk to me here live on the air, you can always email me at Eric Let's L E T S Talk at Gmail dot com or Instagram at Eric Jackson two zero one or Twitter Driven for F O R Life sixty two. So those are all the ways you can talk to me, and as I said before, I look forward to hearing from you. Okay, just know you're not alone. There's somebody out there that's willing to listen, and I'm one of those ones that that has no problem. <clears throat> okay? So, with that being said, let's move on here to something um, uh, um, I noticed this weekend that really opened my eyes. Uh, that was very, very enlightening. Uh, I watched this, this documentary this weekend um, on who really killed Malcolm X. And uh, it was very interesting because I learned a lot. I learned a lot about, you know, what actually went on with that situation, number one. And that's that's another show another time. But what I did also realize, it helped me understand why the Trump base uh, is so adamant in following and believing everything that is said, that he says and does, whether it's wrong or right. Whether it's wrong or right. Um, And if you want to go and watch that documentary, it's on Netflix. It's a wonder. It's six parts. But, I mean, the episodes are no no longer than 40 minutes. But, I mean, it's an outstanding series. And it's very enlightening. If you really want to know what happened with this situation with Malcolm X, who really shot Malcolm X, you know, it's it's an outstanding, outstanding series. But anyway, getting back to what I was talking about. Um, Mentioned in the documentary, let's remember Malcolm, when Malcolm came out of prison, Malcolm X came out of prison, it was the Muhammad, you know, uh, what's the man's name? Elijah Muhammad you know, taught him everything, put him on his wings or what have you. And everything was going fine until he disobeyed and made a comment about President Kennedy that, you know, that uh, was not taken well nationwide and um, kind of brought, brought, brought a bad thing on the nation of Islam. And Malcolm, you know, was basically shut down for 90 days. Now, for what y'all mean, sit down. I mean, he couldn't no longer speak in any mosque or speak on anything um, on the behalf of the nation of Islam during that time. <clears throat> so, 
moving on, whatever. Of course, y'all know what happened. You know, he eventually was assassinated while giving a speech at the, um, what is it, the Avalon? Avalon starts with an A, um, Cloud Hotel, you know. And this way it got interesting because the guy that was doing the investigation, you know, he he did a very outstanding job, number one. He did an outstanding job. And he wanted to know who was the individual that actually fired the shot that killed Malcolm X. And um, he went ahead and, and he found out. And the more it got into it, the more it realized it came up that no, let me back up a minute. I'm in ahead of myself. Okay. So anyway, so you know, he had to go through a lot of police reports and and, and uh, you know pictures and things of this thing. You really have to watch it to, to understand. I mean, this is a great movie. But anyway, and come to find out, the the bottom line was the person that actually fired the fatal shot was still walking around. <laughs> was still walking around, and the community knew who he was, okay? Knew who he was. Um, and the, the, the investigating guy, the guy that was investigating, he was just a normal guy. He just had this inkling to investigate to find out who really killed, he, he really wanted to know who fired the fatal shot. Which Malcolm X was killed by the shotgun blast. It wasn't the, the, the pistols. It was the shotgun blast to the chest. Okay? But anyway, if you watch it, you'll see all that. Um, and, you know, as he interviewed members that were in attendance that day um, and just were a part of the mosque that, you know, this guy was from, you know, during the interview, they kept saying, just leave it alone. Don't worry about it. You know, we're not talking about that. Now, the interesting part about this whole thing was, at the end, as I mentioned before, the guy was walking around this whole time among those individuals. And the end, the guy interviewing, he said, well, why didn't y'all say anything? I mean, well, okay, when they're in, I'm getting ahead of myself. The interviewing guy, he was going to, um, hey, Gardner, what's going on, man? Glad you can hang out with us. Um, he, The guy was like, um, he was going to, once he found out the name of the guy, which took some work, you know, because the FBI, the FBI was, was, oh, my goodness, man, the FBI was something else. Do y'all, would y'all know that the, the, the New York Police Department, I see, I done got started now. I got to tell y'all some of the story. The New York Police Department had this special group called Boss. Okay, there was a secret police department. There was a secret department within the police department, okay? And they had people infiltrating Malcolm's inner circle. And if you see a picture, if you go back and look at the pictures of Malcolm when he's laying on the stage and you see a guy giving him mouth-to-mouth resuscitation, that's one of the... That's one of the, the uh, New York Police Department informants or inside guys that was in Malcolm's uh, circle. And he had worked his way up to where he became the personal, the personal security 
for Malcolm X. Okay? Now, that was just the New York Police Department. But at the same time, the FBI had nine informants. Listen to what I'm telling you now. Nine informants in attendance of that speech. Nine. Okay? So I'm just telling you, you know, when you think about it, you know, we only get one side of the story. But once once it comes out, you're like, wow, nine, nine informants. Tata, welcome to the show. Nine informants sitting in listening to Malcolm X speak that day. And the 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 secret person informant for the New York Police Department. All right. He was the one who tried to give Malcolm X um mouth to mouth, but it was no good. Um anyway, back to, to um this guy. So the investigator said, you know, he finally tracked down the guy where he lived at, and he was going to meet the guy because he said he just had to know why did he do it. You know, what was the reason why he killed Malcolm X? However, before he can actually talk to him, the guy died. Yeah, the guy died. A couple of days before he was going to talk to him, the guy passed away. So, you know, he went to um, the mosque where they had the funeral and stuff at. And <laughs> you're right, Powder, you're right. And um, it, it was interesting because he said they gave this guy a hero send-off, a hero send-off. And it still bothered him that these people were willing to let this guy walk around this whole time, all these years, knowing that he was the one that actually murdered Malcolm X. Now, the question came about was, why? Why? And the majority of their responses were, and this is why I say I understand, this helped me understand Trump's followers a a whole lot more than I did before I watched this documentary. They said because we loved um, the, we loved Elijah Muhammad, and Malcolm turned on Elijah Muhammad. Now, why did they say Malcolm turned on Elijah Muhammad? Because once the Nation of Islam set Malcolm down, you know, for first it was for ninety days, but then it came back later to say, "Well, we're gonna sit you down indefinitely." You know, and Malcolm was like, "No." No, 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 no. You know, because after this, Malcolm began to, the eyes began to open a little bit as far as what was going on. Of course, you had the little birds inside the Nation of Islam that was chirping in Elijah Muhammad's ear. Anyway, because they were jealous of of, um, Malcolm. Especially after Malcolm went to Mecca and came back. You know, that was was a real eye-opener for Malcolm. His whole uh, uh, train of thought began to change. But anyway, but you know, it was like Malcolm started, you know, putting some things out because he found out about all the extra kids that uh, Elijah Muhammad was, was, um, you know, had with all these 16-year-old girls or what have you. And the more Malcolm put out, you know, about what was going on, the more the loyal, loyal followers of Elijah Muhammad, not the nation of Islam, not, you know, but Elijah Muhammad, became distraught about it and there are innuendos that the order was given to kill Malcolm. Now, 
if you watch this documentary, it'll tell you, you know, no direct order was given. However, <laughs> remember we talk about keywords a lot on this show. Keywords, messages hidden inside of messages. You know, you have to watch it because, oh, my goodness, it's a wake-up call. But anyway, <clears throat> but when they said that, they said them no matter what Elijah Muhammad did, we still was going to follow him and believe in him. And that's when I realized that is what Trump supporters are. Okay? It doesn't matter what he does, whether it's good, bad, racist, biggest, uh, it doesn't matter. They're going to follow him because they are loyal. That's what they do. You know, and I see you. And it's interesting. It's interesting because it, it really took that to open my eyes as far as as uh, what's really going on. And you're right, Powder. Powder says that's no different than many churches. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. In a lot of churches, a lot of people, you know, say the pastor can't do no wrong. I even look at um, Eddie Long. Even after all that came out about Eddie Long. He still had people flocking to his church and dedicated to him. So you're right. But that I, I, what I'm trying to say is that shows how uh, 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 people, humans, you know, how we can turn a deaf eye to what we want to turn, turn a deaf eye to. Hey, where'd you go? Okay? It, it, it's simple. And... You know, once you understand that, then you, you you really understand the mindset of what's going on with 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 uh, the Trump followers. You know, those that 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 are passionate about their pastors, or if they're really dedicated, and you know, you know, hey, this is not right. But they're like, ah, uh, five nine three zero. You still want to talk? You want to talk? Hit one. I bring you in. Um, so. You know, and that really opened my eyes. It really did, because I didn't. I understood, but I didn't understand. You know, the, the you know the the severity of the loyalty, <clears throat> this loyalty, and it, it's like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're not going to change the mind, okay? Because to them, that person can do no wrong, even though. And let's not forget, even though that that, that um, the Obama followers, same thing. There's some of them out there, no matter what, you know, Obama didn't do anything wrong. Now, I know some of y'all going to get mad at me for saying that, but that's not the case. But everybody wants you to believe that. And what I'm saying is, basically, wake up, people, wake up. People do wrong. That's right. And, yeah, I know, you know, people say, well, you know, they can always change what have you. Yeah. But if you continue to support them and you know they're doing wrong, are you forcing them to change or are you enabling them to continue to do the wrong that they're doing? That's what I'm saying. Bite, welcome to the show. Purple Pill. Hello. That's that's the that's what I'm trying to get to. Okay? That's what I'm trying to get to. Sometimes we are, as humans or followers, we are loyal to a fault. 
And it's not a good thing. You know, it's not a good thing. Let's see, I just got to text you. Sometimes it's not even about the person. It's not even about the clergy. Some people just choose to forgive that what they do, that what the pastor or leader has done, not necessarily that they believe in that person, but they believe in the ideology of the audiology of the vision of what that person is doing. They've been mean, even what they've been mean, even the purpose. So sometimes they stay, other times they leave. You know, but it goes beyond the person. Is not always dedication to that person. Sometimes it's dedication to the vision. Okay, all right. I'm not going to even argue with that. It's more dedication to the vision than to that person. In other words, okay, Gardner says, um, whoa, man, I got a lot of stuff coming in the chat room. He said, Purple Pill says it's too late for waking anyone up at this point. Um, Gardner says you're talking about blind devotion. People replace God with man. Purple Pill says, Save yourself from Secret Agent 19 indefinite knockdown. Lockdown. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, Hedda says, because we have been raised on the maximum leader concept, looking for the leader to lead them because of the belief that the person in charge is smarter or ordained by God or whatever. Wow. Okay. All right, I, I, I'm hearing y'all. I'm hearing y'all. Now, back to Malcolm for a moment, though, because, you know, the FBI Hoover, which was black himself, but nobody knew it, but Hoover and a few others. That's why he had to keep so many files on people. Um, Hoover, you know, the FBI was keeping records and, and you know, taps and stuff on Mark, I mean, on um, Malcolm. And Hoover was scared of Mountain because, Mark, I mean, uh, 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 Malcolm because, they said Malcolm, they were scared Malcolm was going to become, and this falls in line with what y'all are talking about, Malcolm was going to become the black messiah. The black messiah. Gardner says there is nothing new under the sun. Hey, you're right. And, of course, we heard that from the, from the FBI before. You know, now the only difference was, you know, with Martin, you know, they had a couple of things on Martin, but they couldn't scare Martin. But on Malcolm, you know, even with the riot. And here's the thing, the police, even after, now, see, let me tell you, see, this is how, how crooked this whole thing was. He, once Malcolm separated from the Nation of Islam, okay, from the Elijah Muhammad, you know, portion, um, the police actually went to Malcolm X's house and asked him to be an informant, an informant. Ain't that crazy? Of course, Malcolm told him no. But, you know, these are just the things we we don't hear about. Purple Pill says, damn fools still waiting on someone or something to rescue them. <laughs> uh, Bike says, Americans are weak and lazy. They do not take their responsibility to know their politicians seriously. They believe the living, the lying media seriously weak in the brain. I agree with that. I agree with that. I say that all the time. Better enjoy the table scraps, crumbs in the form of a so-called stimulus packet. The leader should be an idea concept, never a person. Well, you know, Pat, as you say, you know, uh, we have been conditioned and programmed to always seek that leader. 
that one person that's supposed to galvanize everybody and lead them to the promised land. And thus, taking us back to the Trump followers, that's what they believe they have. And of course, you know, he came, he, he borrowed the, the term America first, and they fell right in line. Because a lot of them are, you know, they, they do have that ideology that America is first, no matter what. You know, but what makes a good leader? What makes a good leader? You know, some say Trump is a great leader. You know, he speaks his mind. He 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 insults who he wants to insult. He calls other country leaders out. He he uh, says what he wants to about countries and goes on about his business. Hmm. Bike says, I'm down with strong leaders, the likes of Patton or MacArthur, ruthless men of iron who act, achieve their objectives. Patton says, leaders can be corrupted, bribed, compromised, or just killed, but an ideology can span centuries intact. Dang, y'all getting kind of deep on me today. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm with you on that one. Y'all still don't realize the magnitude of Secret Agent 19. <laughs> okay. That what COVID nineteen is, um, purple pill, secret agent nineteen. It's the start of the uh, of the um, what what is what am I looking for? Police state, you know. Okay, but anyway, so okay. <laughs> well, you know, we 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 shall see. You know, I I have said that, and and you know. I have considered that. I am not going to say I've said it. Well, I have said it as well as far as this police, state, military, um, what the, what that word is I'm looking for. I think I can't think of it now. Police, state. I'm going to leave it at police, state. Um, you know, with with um, issuing the trying to send the National Guard to um, New Jersey and a couple of other places, I say it's a test run myself. That's what I believe it is. It's a test run. Um. The only problem, the only problem with this whole thing is, um, the only problem with that is they can't take the weapons from the citizens because the citizens are not going to have that. Okay? They're not going to have it. And that's when there's going to be a real civil war. Hate to say it like that, but it is. Purple Field said it's about to get real. You in it. <laughs> Uh-huh. Oh, um, let's see. Some of us got tested. The statement about the allergy of the legacy lives or even after the leader has been killed. Okay. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Yeah, what is Secret Agent 19? I think I just asked that. Uh, Paddle says, I hope that is just a test run, but they are making such strides. They may just go ahead. and. Well, Paddle, you know what? Here's the thing. They can't go ahead with the full gamut yet because they haven't confiscated confiscated the weapons. All right? They can't do that <laughs> because if they try it right now, it's all all-out civil war liable to happen. So it's not going to be as easy as they think. Now, it was quite easy to scare. See, as long as they can continue to, to make people fear, fear what's going on, and believe 
and, and actually believe, you know, the worst is going to happen, then yeah, they got you. But once that fear goes away and, and uh, individuals begin to feel more threatened than scared, then you have a whole different um, atmosphere then. Whole different situation. You have citizens that, that really to die for whatever they believe in. Okay? And no, I, I just don't think that whether it's, it's America first or not, I just don't know. There's always going to be a resistance there because you're not just going to just tell people, uh, not in this country anyway. Right? And honestly, let's be, let's, let's be honest. It's not even, even in the communist country, it doesn't happen. It doesn't. They, they, pro, they protest more over in, in um, China, uh, Iran, all them countries than, they, than we do here. I mean, when they protest, they protest to the point to where the military has to come out and, and basically kill some of them and shoot them. And, you know, so, yeah, I, I can't see that happening here yet. As long as they still um, haven't been able to confiscate any weapons, I can't see that happening. Um, so I got texted. I realized that several years ago there was a report done on FEMA camp with big black coffins. And forget all about that. That was in preparation for this. Okay. Um, yeah. 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 Oh man, I just I, y'all y'all type it too fast. I can't read all that. <laughs> it says to the French ideas of fraternity, liberty, and justice, also the German ideas of infantry, cavalry, and artillery. Perfils say people are in it. Okay, global strategical philosophies is already starting. Italy risks losing grip on in South with fear of looting riots. Hot off the press. Um, and this is interesting. You are in a 1933 Third Reich condition. All right. Well, I don't think the Third Reich is going to face the, the resistance that's going to happen here if, if that was to go on. And you know what, though? Honestly, if, if that was to actually kick off, really, truly kick off full-fledged, I really believe that there would be a, a coming together of individuals, regardless of ethnicity, to, to fight. I really do. Of course those coffins are still usable. Yeah. But, see, here we are. Here we are. I, I think I said that when we first started. It, it was so easy for, for Mr. Smith to go ahead and, and, and get everybody to go on lockdown, stay at home, don't touch each other, don't go here, don't go here, close down everything. You know, don't close down, close down everything, and bam. You know, everybody is in one central location. However, however, as I said before, they still haven't confiscated any weapons. So that, that makes it a little bit more difficult. And let's be honest, they send, if they were to send the, the National Guard, really, out of all people in the National Guard, most of us veterans, veterans can disarm a natural guard, man. I mean, really, we can steal their equipment. That's not really anything that's threatening. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. We got guns now. Yeah, we, we do. We have weapons now. <sighs> mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Tyler says, if this thing continues for much longer, people will start missing meals, then the resistance begins. Peasants aren't revolting. Things are calm. Food supplies are plentiful. Have you taken a close look at those peasants? They are revolting. Resistance. Y'all passive. 
No, we're not past this. No, we're not past this. Not yet. No, no, no. Submissive. No. Uh, nope. Nope. I think right now people are, are beginning to settle in and see what happens. Now, not everybody is now, because there are some out there that's just resisting that I'm doing what I'm going to do. And I was one of the ones that said it. Look, I, I just can't stop living. I, I can't. You know, I, I can't stop living, and I'm not going to stop living. Um, you know, it, it's interesting that those, and I talked about this earlier in the show, those that went into all these grocery stores and started buying up everything, those are the ones that will be easily influenced. Now, those are the ones. Because they're not thinking for themselves. They're just going on what they've been told or what they think they know, and they run into taking care of But that's not, no. You're not thinking for yourself. <laughs> um, let's see. Purple says, this is your new up-close and personal 9-11. All right. They arrested the pastor of Florida for still holding service yesterday. Yeah, I saw that. I, I did see that. That came across my news feed a little uh, long, while ago. Yeah. Uh, I mean, goodness, just, just stop with the fear mongering. But, but um, Gardner, you know, with the fear mongering, that's how they control the people. If people aren't scared or fearful, then you can't control them. You can't. And, 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 and Mr. Smith has figured that out a long time ago. Yeah. Um, let's see. Here it is right here. It says, uh, mega church pastor who flaunted virus rules arrested. The controversial Florida pastor who refused to stop holding packed church services in violation of coronavirus restrictions was arrested Monday by a local sheriff who said he was putting his followers' lives at risk. He was booked on misdemeanor charges of unlawful assembly and violation of public health rules after flaunting social distancing orders at the river at Tampa Bay Church. Um, see, Howard Brown, an ally of President Donald Trump, has been an outspoken opponent of social distancing requirements, claiming his church has machines that can stop the coronavirus and vowing to personally cure the state of Florida himself. Now, see, why they arresting that man? Let him try and clear him. He's one of the only ones I've heard that even want to try. <laughs> his reckless disregard for human life put hundreds of people in his congregation at risk and thousands of residents who may interact with them this week in danger, the county sheriff said. Uh-huh. Okay. So, and I'm sure there's others. Uh, uh, um, at services on March 15, Howard Brown encouraged his parishioners to shake hands to show they weren't afraid of contracting the coronavirus and vowed his church will never close. This has to be the safest place. Who was in a group of evangelical leaders who laid hands on Donald Trump in White House ceremony in 2017. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, a statement on the church website from lawyer Christian Hall, a radio host labeled an anti-government activist by the Southern Poverty Law Center, said the restrictions on churches are a violation of the First Amendment's guarantee of freedom of religion. Wow. Okay. 
And there you have your what? Gulak ammo. Okay. Gulak 7. Okay. Um. Anyway. Yeah. So there you have your restrictions. Your, 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 um, not restrictions. Your, your, um, whoo, what I'm talking about. Revolting right there. Yeah. Life goes on and refuse to live. I fear. Send the, okay. All right. Gotcha. Okay. So. That's where we are today, y'all. That's what that's where we are. You know, you have some that's gonna be passive. You gonna have some that's not gonna be passive. Some that's gonna uh, um, fight to the end. But once again, that comes down to your choice, your morals, your values. That's what you want to do. That's what you want to do. You know, my thought process is: don't let them scare you. Don't stop living. Don't stop living. What you gonna shoot a pathogen? <laughs> no, you can't shoot a pathogen. <sighs> no need to call names. <laughs> Y'all are funny. All right. No, you can't shoot a pathogen. You're right about that. You're right about that. But then again, you know, I, I've said it on the show before, and a lot of people have jumped on me about it. And I'm sorry. I'm gonna say it like I'm gonna say it, and I'm gonna say it again. You know. I I ain't afraid of dying. So if I catch it and I die from it, that means it was my time to go. If I catch it and recover, then that means it wasn't my time to go. And then my body is stronger. But then again, that's just the way I think. You know, that's where I have, you know, I don't believe in, in being fearful of, of stuff like that. I don't. I, I don't. And I encourage you not to believe in it. Look, it's simple. When it's your time, it's your time, okay? It, it, it's your time. There's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing you're going to be able to do to stop it. So why stop living? Now, with that same breath, let me, let me go and clear this out. Um, <laughs> you know, we do have common sense, most of us, okay? So if you know you're susceptible to catching the flu and stuff like that, then it may not be advisable that you go and hang out in large groups or what have you. Now we we just gonna to tell you that logically. However, if you know, I'm telling you like I tell you, hey, I, I I'm there. Um, Garner says, Mister Talk, if you get it, be sure. In fact, the man you get hydrocort man, I ain't getting that mess. I know some people. I can't even pronounce the word, but I I read where a couple people have died from taking that stuff. You know. You know have. You know, y'all, y'all talking about uh, taking all this medication. Some of this medication, they, they, it kills you worse than, than catching um, whatever you you supposed to be is supposed to be fighting. You know, hey, I tell you what, if I catch it, fine. I'm just going to get me a six pack of Corona, and I'm just going to coat it with Corona beer. That's it, and we're going to let Corona fight Corona. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. Okay. <laughs> Since y'all just gonna put me in, try to throw me out there, right? Seven point six two. I know what a seven point six two is. Round. That's a round right there. Yeah, that's a round right there. But anyway, yeah, we kind of went sideways here a little bit, but not not really. Um, hydro hydroxy cheat. Hydroxychloride or whatever they call that stuff. But anyway, the the same thing that the president stood up there on on the, on the podium that day and said, you know, was the miracle drug. 
Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, you know, I, you know what, I, I, I'm not worried about it. I, I'm not. I can't, I can't be fearful of something that, that I can't see. I'm not going to be fearful of it. Ain't going to be fearful of much I can see either. You know, I'm going to live it and live it. I believe I'm covered, so I ain't worried about it. Um, before we get out of here, we got about 15 minutes left. I, I want to talk a little bit more about this 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 um, lockdown real quick. You know, and I want to talk to my veterans, really. That's who I'm talking to right now, veterans. Y'all can continue your conversation in the chat room. That's cool, okay? All right, my veterans that, that that's stuck in the house and you feel like the walls are climbing in on you and you don't know what to do, hey, I, I'm going to tell you something right now, all right? Like rich folk, you know, they always find loopholes to, you know, their money issues. Well, here's a loophole. I'm not going to call it a loophole. But it's something that um, I already did. Ha ha ha! Yesterday. Um. Um. So here's here's what I'm what I'm gonna tell you. You know, you really don't have to stay in the house per se. Now here's the loophole. You can always go to a park. Okay, it's open. Space. And you don't even really have to get out your car if you don't want to. Just sit there and let the windows down. For those that like to go fishing, you shouldn't go fish. You really can. You know, there's no there's no restrictions on that. The only restriction <laughs> the only restrictions are, you know, a, a, a group of ten or less or five or less. I think they moved it down a little bit. But that's the only restriction. But if you you still go fishing. I know a lot of veterans love fish. You go to the park. You just sit on the park bench or sit in your car with the window down and just watch people walk. I mean, there's there's things you can do to get out. Don't don't just sit there and, and let the walls close in on you and let your mind play tricks on you, okay? Because that's that's not a good sign. Now, I'm not telling you what I, I heard. I'm telling you what I know because I know how our minds work, you know, the longer we sit in silence, the longer, the longer, uh, the deeper inside your head you go. The deeper inside our heads is not a good thing. You don't have to go to a state. Somebody say the state parks are closed. You don't have to go to a state park. You don't have to go to a state park. There's plenty of fish holes uh, where where you can go. So you don't have to go to a state park. You don't. There's always a loophole if you know where you're going. Most fishermen have most fishermen have their little favorite spot. You know? Kirk Peel says better not get caught fishing in Florida or California. Hey, long as long as long as I am in the open and I'm not uh in a large group, they can't do anything to me. I'm not violating any law. See? I'm not violating any law. Because I'm not in a large group. I'm out there by myself, minding my own business, fishing. And basically, if they want to push it, I can say I'm at the grocery store. Because I'm fishing for fish to go home and cook and eat. Duh, I'm fishing for my food. There it is. (laughs) There it is. See, 
you know, sometimes we have to think like the Trumpers. You know, there's there's loopholes. There are loopholes. You just have to find it. You just have to find them. But this this is for my veterans because I know sometimes you know it gets it's hard on us right now. Yeah, make sure you get the fishing license. Well, I know if, if you live in Texas, it's free. They're free for veterans. They're free. Just show. Uh, um, I think it's what 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 that fifty. 50% disability, I think, 30, 50, something like that. But, yeah, they're free. So just go and show your ID, and you'll get your fishing license free. <laughs> Purple Pill said, you about to get a wake-up call. <laughs> I guess I am. Yeah, well, somebody's going to get a wake-up call, too. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, veterans, that's, 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 that's one of the a few of the things. And yeah, you just go to the neighborhood park. You don't have to go to yeah, just go to the you know, just sit, hang out, you know, just watch people walk by. Okay? And if you don't want that, just call somebody. Yeah, call someone. You know, text somebody. You know, you just need to talk, text. Email me. Yeah. You know, just don't 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 get so deep inside your head that you lose yourself again. And I understand. I know most veterans know what I'm talking about. You know, yeah. Okay, so don't don't get so deep inside yourself that you lose yourself again, and, and you have to fight out again, start peeling them layers out all off all over again. Okay. Oh man! All right, y'all, y'all, y'all beat me up here. Um, um, let's see. Let's <laughs> so I go fishing with a magnet. Uh, um, let's see. Cuz says, "Do you think this may be a bioweapon attack from some country?" Well, Cuz, you know, honestly, yes and no. <laughs> Yes, it may be a biotech, but it ain't from some country. Now, I'm going to let you read. I'm going to let you, you know, read into that one right there. It's not from some country, okay? It's not from some country. You know. Now, bio, yes. You know, Mr. Smith has been working on biological, you know, weapons for years, for years. You know, they tried it with the, with the Zika when they started making these little um, aluminum or, you know, metal mosquitoes, supposedly to kill the real mosquitoes. Y'all remember that? Yeah. So this may be just another evolution in what they're trying to do. <laughs> now you get my point, cuz. Now you get my point. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um Let's see what else we got here. All the mayors are in on it. Uh, my best friend was fully functional, ten-speed child's bicycle. Huh? Was it fully ten-speed? What? All the prime ministers. Oh Lord, wasn't it Russia in lockdown? Why isn't Russia in lockdown mode? Stop the paranoia. Well, actually, uh, Russia is beginning. You know, they're not in lockdown mode yet. Putin don't care. Hey, Putin. Putin finna set the government where he, he could be uh, the president for another, what, 10, 15 years. Hey, Putin don't care. Um, Gardner says, stop being paranoid. 
you know, you know what, Gardner? It would, I guess, it would be considered um, um, paranoia if there wasn't history saying uh, different. Yeah, then you can say it's paranoia. But we know, do know that this country does have a heck of a history of doing some crooked stuff with with, with chemicals and LSD and all that. So, no, it's not as much being paranoid as just looking at history. And we do know history repeats itself. It's just in a more advanced way. Syphilis. Remember the syphilis test? Yeah. Sometimes you have to go a little bit of history to understand the present. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can disagree, man. I, you know, but I, that's the way I'm looking at it. Uh, Russia closed their borders two weeks ago. Yeah, everybody closing borders now. You know, that's the interesting thing. Russia closing borders, Germany, China, even in Africa, they're closing borders, closing their borders to each other. So yeah, I mean, right now everybody views that's the safest thing to close your border. But then again. <sighs> The last ship, that's all I'm going to say, the last ship. Go and look at that on TNT. <laughs> hey, they were closing borders and building walls. That they were doing. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's you know, that, that's, that's the way it is. All right, we got six minutes left, man. I, I got to get up out of here. I'm having too much fun, though. Um, But I want to thank y'all for hanging out with me today. It has been fun. Oh, man, I mean, excellent. And I do appreciate having you hanging out with me. And hopefully you'll join me next Monday for more information and fun and laughter and, you know, whatever we're doing here. Um, my veterans, make sure y'all hang out with me, man, next week as well. As I say, if you want to contact with me, get in contact with me, Eric Letts, L-E-T-S, talk at gmail.com. Instagram, Eric Jackson 201. Uh, Twitter, driven for F-O-R, life 62. Um, I think that was all the ways right there. For everybody else who may have other um, alternate ways of contacting me, you're more than welcome to do that as well. But like I said, I want to thank you for hanging out with me. Hey, you got anything through the week you want to send me? Hey, you got the information now, do it. And by chance, if you're not following the show, you can click follow, you know, on the show's um, webpage of the site right there, and um, you get reminders when I schedule a show. Okay. Well, that's going to do it for me, man. Oh, you're welcome, Gardner. Have fun, man. Uh, just remember, y'all, just keep smiling and show appreciation. Forgive with an open heart, but make sure you're forgiving yourself first. And the biggest and best thing, I always say learn to laugh at yourself, but you know what else I'm going to say? Oh, don't stop living, baby. Don't stop living. Don't let them keep you down, all right? <laughs> don't let them keep you down. All right, man, we're going to get out of here. Once again, thank y'all for hanging out with me. I love y'all, and y'all have a great week. See you back here next Monday at 2 p.m. Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific. I am Mr. Talk saying see ya. Take y'all out of here with some can't stop the feeling. Bye.
Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.